Boy. Movies. Welcome to Big Boy Spookies. <sighs> a podcast about big boys and the spooky movies they watch. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Creepy. Oh, I'm another one of your big boys, John Gord. Oh, like the the hallowed, uh, the the jackaled lantern. Yes, spooky. Yes, very scary. And we have a big boy guest. Yes, our first guest big boy. Uh, I'm a film major from the University of Michigan, (laughs) and I've decided to guest star on this podcast to humor these two losers. Welcome, (laughs) film major from the University of Michigan. Very spooky. Very scary. scary. Ooh, student Uh, blow. Yeah, this is Neil. So can I start? (laughs) Start Start what? what? I haven't even just said your name. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, hold but on. Anybody that drives <laughs> this is the wrong podcast. a Corolla is a loser. <laughs> All right, well, that's not true, but also this is the wrong podcast. This is big boy movies. What just fell on me? Okay. All right, we'll just do your, your thing then. We usually start these episodes off talking about movies that we have seen uh, over these past weeks. Yeah. And uh, because John's the movie watcher, uh, he's going to take it this week. Okay. Because um, I have not watched any movies. Of course. Um First one I saw, as you guys know, uh, going off my 2010 movie trend here, continuing my 2010s, um, The Social Network. Yeah, best movie of the decade, right? Oh, yeah. Well, according to my one friend, Jimmy, it is the best movie of the decade. So, <laughs> All right. So I yeah. watched that movie and really liked it a um, few years ago. Uh, when did it come out? 2010. Like I just said. Okay, well, I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> whatever. I watched it like sometime after it came out. I thought it was really good. And then I watched it um, last weekend with Emily. And we were both pretty high. And I thought it was less good. Really? Wow. Yeah, because the writing was the writing was good, right? Mm-hmm. But besides that, there wasn't there wasn't a lot. Like it, to me, it just felt like a big script. Oh, hmm. you know, it didn't have a, it didn't have a lasting appeal. It didn't have the other things I look for in a movie to make it a great movie. It was just a really good script. Um, That's interesting. On a screen. Because I'm the opposite. I saw it when it first came out as a 14-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. A thought, small boy. Thought it was average. Um, and now saw it, rewatched it, thought it was very, very good. And enjoyed it a lot more this time. So we're the exact opposite on this, Neil. Um, we reversed. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty middle of the road on social network. I also saw it like a while ago, but I remember being good. And I remember I like how Jesse Eisenberg talked really fast. And, uh, <laughs> but That's I, the best part. It, it definitely didn't stick with me as, as much as I think it did with a lot of other people. Um, but it's a good time. I mean, he runs the world now. So like, who are we to talk? Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you watch it over again and it just feels like a little pretentious, you know? Like this Maybe. is Harvard, like Harvard, 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 smart, smart, smart. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I mean, money, that money, is money. Aaron Sorkin's uh, screenplay. That's straight from the screenplay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, the writing seems pretentious or they seem just, pretentious? The characters do. Because they're supposed to. Just the movie, just the film. The film in general. Well, I think the mm. film's allowed to be pretentious because it's Aaron Sorkin, one of the best movie writers of all time, meeting together with David Fincher, one of the best directors of all time, right? So it's like the most pretentious Mm-hmm. it's the most hype movie because it was like, oh, the best writer is with the best director now? Like, this is insane. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe just like the story, the way they... But also Aaron Sorkin's writing style is very pretentious and David Fincher's directing style is very pretentious too. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Both of them are pretty pretentious people. 
um, because Aaron Sorkin writes like he's allowed to write however he wants, basically. Yeah. Oh, what's that? What's that? that? Is this a critic? Hey, wait, hold on. Where are we? Is this a fucking... Where are we, guys? What is this some sort of... Wait, can I keep talking about this? Are we doing this bit now? Oh, there's an owl flying. It's so so dark all of a sudden. Where where are we? I had more to say about the social network. Guys, hold on. I I think he's going to talk about this. The owl's bringing something about the social network. I think we've been transported... To the critics' corn oh. maze. <laughs> oh, because oh, it's yeah, spooky it's... Halloween time. We've we're wandering oh. through the the critics' corn maze, and there's a spooky owl <laughs> oh, and bats probably flying around. And I've since we're in the maze, I might as well read this, read uh, this review of... that someone wrote in blood uh, on the ground here of the social network. Of the social, ne- actually, it's of uh, another Jesse Eisenberg classic. <laughs> oh, <my God>. um, <laughs> everyone, you you said social network, and I couldn't really remember what. <laughs> movie you're talking about i was like well i know the the one guy's in that so let me just Jesse pull a movie. it's probably right it was not the right one zombie land which yeah. movie i don't know what other it's in fact there. zombie land double tap <laughs> okay um, I haven't seen, is there a spoiler in this because i haven't there seen are no it. spoilers in this review of zombie are you land double to see tap. this movie not really but that's the thing is i saw the trailer for this movie and was like that looks bad and not funny <laughs> uh, and as it turns out it is bad and not okay, funny cool according to the critics this from one? hollywood no this is a truth sayer right here oh my bad um Um, And so we have a review, a 10 out of 10 review for Zombieland Double Tap uh, from Michael B. Perfect film. Perfect film is what this guy is. Um, He loved it and he uh, wants to make sure that everyone else loves it. So Michael B says, hi, not a bot. And I wasn't paid to say this. (laughs) Maybe it was the joint I had before the movie, but. Sorry, it's an ellipses. Every scene was hilarious. I loved Jesse. Woody was fantastic. And Emma was has a new fan. I hated her being in Spider-Man, but now we're cool. <laughs> Here's where it gets good, my boys. Okay, okay. Kid Rock has a huge cock. That was nice. Is Kid Rock in this film? I guess, I guess he hangs dong. I'm also making an inference here because <laughs> it's just Kid Rock has a huge star, 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 star. That was nice. I can't imagine what else could be in there. Dick or cock. It's yeah. Gotta be dick or cock. <laughs> Kid Rock has a huge cock. That was nice. Wait, are you allowed to show dick in movies? I don't remember. You can show a dick in, in a movie. In an R. I don't in remember R seeing, the last time I've seen dick We in saw movie. a dick in Hustlers, right? Yeah, there was a dick in Hustlers. Yeah. It was probably soft. I don't think you're allowed to show a, an erect a, penis. Aggressive, hard yeah. dick. You can't. That's too aggressive. No hard dick in movies, but you can have Kid Rock's <laughs> soft, soft hanging penis. Zombie land penis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he was a zombie or not. That's also a big question. They just have um, Kid Rock play a zombie. Yeah, and he's, he's nude. <laughs> you can see his dick. He funded half this movie, and this <laughs> he said he wouldn't give us the money unless he was allowed to do this. Oh yeah, how comes in zombie movies their dicks are never out? Because well, why would a zombie care off. about? Do do all zombies' dicks fall off? That's uh, yeah, probably <laughs> probably the back ha- lore of. We every have no evidence to say otherwise. Yeah, uh, I still have a few more sentences. This review because only kids like zombies, so mm-hmm. they okay. can't. Yeah. Amazing cameos who added didn't take away from the movie. Lots of twists and turns. That's a comedy first thriller second. Loved it. Wow. Yeah. Why'd you just read that review? Is this a it's thing? Part of, well, yeah. we're in the critics, critics corn maze. But I why guess, uh, it's about a movie we haven't. None of us have seen. Well, it's about a Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg movie that maybe we'll see. Maybe someone will see. Yeah, I'm okay. not going to see it now that that guy has said that it's perfect, that it's a perfect yeah, movie. No, I'm not gonna see I don't it. think my eyes could handle that. It would be like a, perhaps a scene in the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Um, Very bright. Yeah. Lighthouse is bright. 
But, you know, uh, all these uh, Hollywood big wig fancy critics are, are getting real down on Zombieland Double Tap. So I figured yeah. I'd I'd uh, bring out. Bring out, bring yeah. out the big And guns. since we're stuck in the critics' corn maze, uh, I figured you know, nothing else to do. Yeah. So. Might as well. Yeah. Anything else to say about the social Is network, it clearly? Oh, right. Ugh, see, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say that um, the movie didn't show... I feel like it just glamorized the um, Facebook story too much. And, like, of course, it's obviously glamorous, but it didn't show... I'm sure there was some pain behind it, some more conflict. You know what I mean? Mm. So it should have shown more of that side rather than just like, oh, we're making money. We're going to California. Everything's awesome. We're Harvard. What if there wasn't any pain, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what if possible. You're wrong? What if Kid Rock hung dong in the social <laughs> oh, network? Would it go would up any, a, any points? Would it be better? Um, no. I don't think <laughs> wow. so. I think that'd be that inappropriate. Be worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Michael B's favorite version of the movie. <laughs> um, glamorizing. I don't know. I thought, I, I just thought it was a good, fast, I, it was a good movie. Just kept captivated me almost. Oh, it was good for sure. I agree. It was good. But it wasn't, like before I thought it was like great. Like one of my favorite movies. Oh. And after seeing it again, I'm like, no, this is well, not I think one it's of my great. favorite movies. I would call it great. I would call it one of the best. I, I feel like if you watch it two more times, you'll agree with me. Maybe. <laughs> and watch know. it. I'm a huge. Third time I'm a high. huge Sorkin fan, though. Moneyball is one of my favorite movies ever. Moneyball is great. Yeah. So I'm just a huge Sorkin. Yeah. Sorkin nerd. You're gonna lick his money balls, oh, John. You're I should rewatch. Fondle Moneyball. his money balls. Yeah, I would love to. Okay. I should rewatch Moneyball for for this uh, decade thing. Yeah, my, sure. Yeah, because I think that'll be number one. Moneyball. Yeah. What else you watch? I watched Boy 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 Boy. Uh, this is a Taika Waititi movie uh, that came out in 2010. Uh, and I watched it because me and BB next week are going to see Jojo Rabbit for this yep. podcast. We bringing out that Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. So I pre- I was preparing myself. This is like the only Taika Waititi movie I haven't seen. Uh, yes, I think that's true. So this mm. was the last one before Jojo. And wow, this is my favorite Taika Waititi oh, movie. Oh, wow. This is definitely my favorite Taika Waititi movie. Absolutely loved it. Had so much charm. Um, it was... Like Parasite, I think uh, after I saw Parasite, one of the things I said was uh, it was a movie that used comedy to make you care about the characters. I think Boy does that just as well. Um, Uses comedy at first and then gets really dramatic and then uh, pulls you in, kind of makes you feel for the characters, and then you you get some tears going because of things that happen. Wait, I thought that was my point. Did I tell you that about Parasite? (laughs) Yeah. You stole my point. Maybe. Damn it. <laughs> have either of you guys seen Boy? I have not seen Boy. No. Do you mean Boyhood? No, it's Boy. Boy. Just one boy. Just boy. A single boy. Mm. It's just boy. His name's Boy. His name is Boy? Uh, his nickname's Boy. Oh, but then, okay. uh, then he's like, no, don't call me Boy anymore. Oh. Don't, don't assume it's Is he gender. a man at the end? No. They call him. <laughs> I, I won't. Oh, okay. Sure. Part, but it's a funny nickname. Is it girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Got him. Uh yeah, so great movie. All right, sweet. You got one more. Have you seen Taika Wat? You've never talked about Taika Waititi with me, have you? Have I you don't seen- believe I've seen it. Have you seen any Taika Waititi movies, Neil? Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? No, I've not. Have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? No, I've not. Have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People? No, I've not. So, well, not familiar. That's all of them. Yeah. Okay. And then 
Uh, right after Boy, I watched True Grit. The, Wait, the original or the Matt Damon the one? The Coen Brothers True Grit. Very good. Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. Not one of my favorite Coen Brothers, if I'm going to be honest. And I have seen every Coen Brothers movie besides Raising Arizona and Barton Fink at this point. Mm. Um, and I think this would rate pretty low on my Coen Brothers list, but oh, it was really? still good. I gave it four stars, and it's still good. Coen Brothers is yeah. just so good. Uh, but I was kind of bored at points. Uh, and I, you did before I watched this, you said this was Haley Steinfeld's best performance. I agree. Yeah. She was very good in this movie. I, I love her in this movie. She's so good. Oh yeah. Her and Jeff Bridges. Dream yeah. team. Jeff, Jeff Bridges accent in this movie is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think Matt Damon's is funnier. Honestly, they're both pretty yeah. funny. Um, the accents remind me of the lighthouse the movie we're going to talk about today. Okay. Cause it yeah. also had funny accents. Yeah. Uh, have you seen true good now? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. I don't remember. Yeah, see, this is these 2010 much. movies. We saw them yeah. all as kids, and mm-hmm. now I have to rewatch them. Well, uh, True Grit came out in like 2013, didn't it? No, 2010. Oh, really? Yep. I feel like I was older when I saw that, but I s- definitely saw it in the theater. Hmm. Like, yeah, it came so. out 2010. Well, there you go. So, yeah, uh, Matt Damon, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin also had a funny accent mm-hmm. in this movie. I didn't even realize it was Damal Gleason was in this movie until after, and I looked it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Coen Brothers are—they're great filmmakers, and they're great at making westerns. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle of Buster's, Buster Scruggs was one of my favorites last year. Oh, really? Love, love that movie. I thought there were a few good segments in it, but like overall, I wasn't mm. crazy impressed. <laughs> I enjoyed all, every single one. Oh yeah, I loved it so much but I'm a huge fan of just like short stories. So yeah. yeah. Want to talk about the lighthouse guys? Yeah. I mean, Let's we might as well. We just got out of the corn maze. So yeah. Escaping. Uh, All right. So first up, how many stars lighthouse? Well, just we right usually, away. We, we usually do that do at the, the end. end. Usually. So, I like the beginning first. Okay. Okay. We're switching it up. This All time. right. Um, I've given it a four. You, I, I'd probably go four and a half. I don't do half stars. I'm giving it a four. <laughs> okay yeah he hates half stars all right well i i'm standing by my four and a half because i don't want to give it a five but i also don't want to give it a four yeah see so. half stars are fine <laughs> no half stars are uncommittal there's such they're a big stupid. difference between a four and a four and a half in my opinion yeah um but yeah this movie was a five for me the entire you just said first, four. You just said it was the a entire first half oh oh okay sure um and then it kind of lost me at some point yeah I would say I really liked this movie. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. It it really f- it felt like a Twilight Zone episode, which I liked a lot. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I was a little bit upset that we were going to this movie because I didn't feel like paying sixteen dollars to watch an Instagram video, um, <laughs> a black and white Instagram video. But pretty much as soon as the movie started, I was like oh no, this movie couldn't have been made any other way. Yeah. Like this is exactly how we're supposed to see it. And I was on board. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I think this is the role that Willem Dafoe was like born to play. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been better in any other movie than he was in this one. Uh, and I, uh, I love Robert Pattinson now. <laughs> I, I think he's the best. Oh, and he's really good. I have movie. not had a lot of Robert Pattinson exposure beyond like parts of Twilight. Uh, but he was wonderful in this film. And I would say the performances alone justify giving this a watch, especially if you like spooky 
Twilight Zone kind of stuff. Fun. Yeah. Right. So BB said it was like an Instagram video because the frame, it was square. Yes. Yeah, I should have clarified. Yeah. It was a square frame. Mm. Why, do you th- why do you guys think they did the square frame? Um, well, it made me feel a lot more claustrophobic. Yeah. That's exactly the word. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's I the think we were all thing thinking that. Yeah. Uh, because they literally like, <laughs> I mean, especially since like all the trailers were in widescreen. So the theater literally yeah. had to start squeezing in. They brought the curtains sorta. in. Um, and they kind of messed up at first too. They were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause like the arc light yeah. starting thing they had <laughs> was slightly wider than the film was going to yeah. be. So the curtains like went in on it and then came out a little yeah. bit. They just weren't ready. They've never played an Instagram video in a in the arc light before. So. Well, they will be soon. They'll be yeah. playing my Instagram story. Oh, okay. It's really good. Well, no, that's also a different aspect ratio. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's even narrower. Yeah, that's the most narrow. <laughs> oh, that's going to be Lighthouse 2. Oh, boy. They're just going to keep removing chunks of the frame. Yeah, but... um. I don't know what to say. Should we just like move straight into spoilers? Because I don't know it's, what to say. Like, I yeah. feel like people should know nothing about this movie. I think it's fair to know a little bit. I, I mean, there's not much know to know nothing. is the thing. It's two guys are t- keeping a lighthouse in the middle of the ocean on like this tiny little island and uh, the spooky stuff. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's black and white. Know. It's not widescreen. Um, so it's going to seem more pretentious than it is uh, when you go see it. But it's a good time. Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew, I already sort of knew what was going to happen just based on the premise. Um, even like reading the description, which I shouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> just like two guys trying to like maintain their s- sanity on a lighthouse together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in like 1890. So, you know, like either like they're going to go crazy and try to kill each other and get into a fight or they're going to like be delusional and see ghosts or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's been done a lot. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know if there's a movie exactly like this. I think part of the one of the things that made me most interested in seeing this movie was just like the nautical theming of it because you, I feel like we don't get a lot of that. Yeah. Like especially after Pirates of the Caribbean, I feel like every kind of 1800 swashbuckling movie has to be big adventure, and this That's is true. Such a this reminded me small of like, slice. This reminded me of like Bioshock, the video game. Um, yeah. kind of because I really like Bioshock's horror element because it's like under the sea and has like mm-hmm. a sea sort of theme. Yeah. And that, I mean, immediately when you're like brought into the movie with like, I think the sound mixing is really good with oh, yeah. that cla- with that sound that the lighthouse makes over and mm-hmm. over again. The foghorn. Yeah. Oh, that every time that played, I was just like, yes. <laughs> well, that I don't know if that they wanted out. you. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. tell for a while if it was diegetic or non diegetic, but, um, I think that's like the point of it also. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You didn't know if anything head. was real or yeah. fake. Yeah. By the um, end. I would say if we're going to equate this to a game, there's a game called Return of the Obra Dinn, which is very good. And also I've never heard of it. a nautical thing. It's a mystery game. And essentially you're on a, a ship, like a British trading vessel. Oh, wait, no, I have yeah. heard of this. And everyone on the, on board has died and you have to figure oh. out how each crew member died. Um, but it's, it's got a similar feel. And so that's part of the reason I wanted to see this. Cause I was like, I really like that game. I want to. I want to feel that again. Yeah, didn't um, exactly get that, uh, but that's fine because I still really like the lighthouse. Yeah, I think they nailed. I think they nailed. Overall, they nailed the feel. Mm-hmm. They nailed like creating a unique feeling for this movie. Yeah, of like kind of dread and like I think the su- like once again the sound mixing was just the best part of it. Yeah. If you ask me, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed like the worst experience ever, like from the beginning. <laughs> just yeah. I could not think of a worse life 
1890 living in a lighthouse with like this annoying old guy and you have to shit in a bowl and keep it under your bed. You can't even <laughs> jerk off to porn. You have to jerk off yeah. to dolls. Yeah, you jerk off to a little mermaid. Uh, let's let's hold on for a second. <laughs> let's say spoilers okay, now. Yeah, let's get it. Let's go to Spoiler Town. Okay. Um, so Spoiler Town, pause podcast, go into the movie, unpause when you're out. Uh, and welcome. You have now finished uh, Lighthouse and we are going to talk about spoilers for the movie The Lighthouse. Uh, but yeah, there is more jacking off in this movie than I would have ever expected. <laughs> Significantly off. more masturbation than yeah. than I would have anticipated. Was there more than the one scene? There were there two was scenes. There two jacking off Wait, scenes. which was the... He does it just really quickly towards the beginning, uh, and then there's the second scene where they really focus on it. But he, oh. I, here's... Did you get this? The scene where... Willem Dafoe brings him into the house and he's like, there's grime on the floor. Like you didn't, sw- did you think that was his cum stain? Yeah. Okay. That's what I figured too. <laughs> I yeah. also thought it was his Because cum stain. he's, he's J and O and then he, he finishes on the floor. And then the very next scene, uh, Willem Dafoe is like, there's stuff on the floor. You weren't sweeping it well enough. And Robert Pattinson's like, no, I sweeped it really good. You're like, shouldn't have come on the floor. <laughs> who Robert doesn't Pattinson? clean their come up after they, who comes on, who, who jacks off we standing have friends up that we know and then comes on the floor. <laughs> we actually have friends. Well, never mind then. I guess <laughs> life imitates art or the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they consulted people, them for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they probably asked them how they Robert how people usually jerk off. <laughs> they asked this one Floor, person. sock, Kleenex, <laughs> hands. But how would they do it in the 1890s? Definitely standing up. 100% standing up, <laughs> looking straight floor. forward. Well, take, uh, people, I feel like people jerked off in the 1890s less because you just rape someone. Easily. True. Yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking that about was, that. <laughs> there were no laws in the 1890s, exactly. so you could just do whatever you wanted. Yeah. You just, you just, you're like, I don't need to jerk off. I just rape someone. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, and that's what this movie is about. Jerking off? Rape. Rape. The lighthouse raped my eyes. And now I'm Oh. Blind. Did we watch the same movie? No. <laughs> I was on my phone. <laughs> I was watching porn. porn hub. <laughs> I was watching porn. <laughs> yeah, your screen was actually really bright. Yeah. I kept looking over to it. It was a weird choice to have the sound on, too. Yeah, well. Is that what you were talking about, the sound mixing? The sound mixing was very good. Your, the, the porn sound mixing with the sounds yeah. of the movie. I was like, whoa, these mix perfectly together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, honestly, it's just like right off the bat, it just opened mm-hmm. up and I was just like all in. Yeah. Like with that shot of just the sea, mm-hmm. like fading in. Yeah. Them on the boat, mm-hmm. the noises, like just every part of it. I was just like, oh, fuck. yeah. The movie's like completely no dialogue for like the first 15, 20 minutes. And it's so effective. They're just like moving into the lighthouse. They're getting to the island like the boat vanishing into the fog slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sets exactly the right tone and you get Willem Dafoe pissing. Also, why bucket. is there a lighthouse on an island? Because if a boat is in a storm and oh, they can't see, they might okay. crash into the island. I thought usually it was like on shore yeah. so that they could find. The shore. point is that you see the lighthouse. You're like, okay, there's land there. So yeah. let's not crash. But into it's that. very little land. So yeah. it's kind of like a tease. Wait, like, that's the only point of lighthouse. They have to do other stuff or else they would just have a big. Well, I'm sure there's like, you know, like rescue duties probably if someone gets in trouble near you. But the main point is that boats don't crash into land in the middle of the night or in fog or whatever. 
Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think about the scene at the beginning where they were like just staring into the camera? What scene? Yeah, which scene? It was like very close to the beginning. Uh, they were just both on the island, like looking into the camera, sort of. Uh, I don't remember this. Yeah, I also don't recall that scene. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're both they're both just standing. Are they like looking towards the ship moving away? Or I think what, that what might have been it. They were both watching the ship leave. So they're on the island outside, oh. looking into camera. I thought they were looking into the camera. There are points where it feels like they are, but I don't think they ever truly do. I don't think they ever burn the camera. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, it could be a mistake. Is it looked like they were posing for like an old fashioned picture. Like <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Well, that's sort of like a lot of the cinematography in this movie is like framed so well, especially with the small frame, like the shot where they're coming to the island and like basically like half of each of them is on the edge of each frame. Yeah. Um, it, it all feels like very posed and theatrical in a way. Like remember the scene where they're, uh, they're getting drunk. It's towards the end. And, uh, like they're posed perfectly, so they're both drinking the bottles oh, yeah, the exact yeah, same way yeah. at like the same time. That was a good time. shot. That was a good shot. Um, um, yeah, the last movie I saw that was uh, square like this was mid '90s. Oh, that's right. And it was there was no point to it. Yeah, in comparison to this, <laughs> like it was just because Jonah Hill's like I'm an artist. Yeah, you make the frame smaller. Now it's an art movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie uh, I did not like. That movie, yeah, really, but. Um, but yeah, so the boyos get to the island, uh, and it's very clear that Willem Dafoe is a salty sea dog, and Robert Pattinson's sort of new to this whole thing, and he's just there to like get the job done, like do what he has to do, get paid, and make go some home. Cash. Yeah, that's all he wants is to just get some money and then get out of there. Fuck yeah. bitches. Mm-hmm. Even though, all right, it was a good movie, right? It was a very good movie. I didn't like enjoy it that much, but you guys both enjoyed it a lot right yeah yes would you see it again would you see it a second time probably not i'll probably see it again really i'll probably watch it again it was just it seemed slow to me and uh just i felt like it could have been a short film it could have done the exact same shit it could have been 20 minutes long i don't know i was just like into it because i was like oh shit when's when something when something crazy gonna happen yeah i felt it felt more to me like they were like savoring the moment right because you want the descent into madness and so taking your time with that I, helps because the Robert Pattinson you see in the beginning of the movie and then the Robert Pattinson like two hours later are so starkly different. It is kind of it's it's cool to see that process. And it's cool. I think that they like keep like he there's scenes where he's like going insane, mm-hmm. but then they like bring it back. Yeah, kinda. he snaps right back. He's snapping back. And like I think it that kind of helps out, too, because you're I don't know if you just had one long winding second half of this movie where he was just going insane like that would be much shorter yeah Mm -hmm. but it was cool to see his downward spiral kind of yeah i will say the reason i'm not giving it five stars is because it did feel a little bit long in like the second half there were a few moments where i'm like okay this is the end of the movie and then it wasn't and it wasn't bad necessarily but i it was like i want to know what's like really going on here even if we don't get it completely I just want I want something to to be a reveal or something yeah. like that. I think I was just on edge the whole time, and that's mm-hmm. why it didn't feel long to me. Yeah. I was just like, I just wanted to know what was going to happen, mm-hmm. kind of. But I guess at points I did. At points I was like, oh shit, it's going to end soon. When it wasn't even close to ending, yeah, I was like, oh, because like there were moments in the movie that made it seem like, oh, it's going to end soon. 
because they were like, oh, we're leaving tomorrow or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. like we're starting to pick oh, up. Oh, well, like, you know, the moment yeah. they said the boat comes tomorrow, you're like, that boat's not coming. <laughs> There's no way. That was like the whole thing in the movie is as soon as like Robert Pattinson said what he wanted and they talked about getting off the island. I was like, no one's getting off this island. Yeah. That's um, not going to happen. What what parts would you cut, Neil? To make it shorter, um, I would cut a lot of the scenes where it was the old guy just blabbering about <laughs> random shit I couldn't understand. Oh, but those were like my favorite parts. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the parts where he's um, cleaning or doing chores. There's maybe like half an hour worth of chores you could probably cut down. I mean, the chores were the best. The chores built up the anticipation for me the most. Yeah, that like I repetition s- of what he's doing every day. Because you're like, is something different going to happen this mm-hmm. time? Or what and is he going to find? When is that damn seagull going to show back up? We'll talk about the seagull yeah. in a second. I mean, I know that the movie, I already know the movie is two hours long. So it's if it's half an hour in, he's doing chores. I'm like, okay, I know nothing's going to happen at this point. Like, oh, Well, you mm-hmm. got to just lose yourself in the movie, dude. Like, it's a yourself- horror movie. Why do you feel like nothing? Was it a horror movie? I mean, it I was, would say so. So this is, have you seen The Witch? No. This was the same director as The Witch. Um, another movie that I th- is a horror movie is considered horror. I think this is considered drama horror almost. People have been calling it a psychological yeah. thriller. And That's the I think The word. Witch is just horror. Um, I think The Witch is a lot slower, actually. Oh, which really? Is crazy. Yeah. Like, The Witch is a full horror movie, but it's super slow in comparison to this. Um, and I think that's where he improved the most was pacing in this one. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with the witch was it took forever for him to like, just start doing the thing he's trying to do. Yeah. So, you've seen, um, persona, right? Yeah. Mark Bergman. Yeah. Also two characters on a, yeah, this reminded mm-hmm. me of persona a lot. Right. But I like persona better. I also, I mean, I gave persona five stars. It's a perfect film. I'd say I and, wish. Uh, yeah. It just. I think that's. A, I do think it's better than this. I, yeah, I think that's one of the problems why I didn't like the movie as much as I did because there's something about Persona where it had it just accomplished what this movie was kind of trying to do just a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Now that I now that you brought up Persona, it is actually pretty similar, I guess. Yeah. Um, and does do it a little better. Have it's you very psychological. I've not seen Persona. I've played Persona 5. Oh, does that count? No, it's the first one, Persona. You never see it coming? (laughs) Oh, the first Persona. I think the first one was called uh, Shin Megami Tensei, actually. So is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Uh, What what country is Persona, the movie from? What was it made in? I assume Sweden. Yeah, it was some European movie. It's a European, like, 1960 movie. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's a... Early 2000s JRPG. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, so. Shin Megami Tetsu. Shin, yes. Shin Megami Tensei. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Well, anyway, Persona accomplishes... Um, Jesus. It, so accomplish, it accomplishes uh, the suspense with, like, purely um, in, like, a psychological way. You know what I mean? Just, like, the dialogue between the characters. It's all very real. Where this movie um, relies on horror with you know, loud noises and scenes of like scary things. You know what I mean? It's a little bit like less realistic. Yeah. I don't think that hurts the movie though. Yeah, I think I, that's, I, like separ- I think that differentiates elements. it from persona. 
If it was try, if it just like did the same thing as Persona, I think I would have liked it less. If it was trying to do what you're saying, I think I would have just been like, oh, it's just trying to be Persona, and Persona's better and orig- more original. I guess so. I don't know. I was looking for more of like more realism. Yeah, I liked I liked the spooky stuff. I mean, ultimately, it, probably none of it was real, right? That's like yeah, ultimately, I don't think any of it was real. Um, it was all in his head, um, and so the imagery I think worked for me. Um, I just like I keep thinking back. <laughs> Can we talk about Willem Dafoe and his his dialogues and his rants and stuff? Yeah, because those genuinely were my favorite parts of the movie. When I mean, the best rant was when he was like smiting him, basically. Oh yeah, after he was he... calling on like what like King Triton or Poseidon yeah. or whatever to <laughs> smite Robert Pattinson after he said his cooking was bad. Yeah, he went on this like legit minute, two minute. It was like, so smite. good. That's like one thing that this director is really good at. Um, is is using like the dialogue of the era they're in or the way of speaking because you can understand what they're saying in this movie, but it's very clearly like old salty sea dog, like <laughs> oh, yeah. old English kind of speaking. And so it was just so entertaining to hear Willem Dafoe go on these rants about King Triton and being buried at the bottom of the ocean. And at one uh, point, Robert Pattinson's character is like, "You're literally just a parody of a yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like yeah. just just calls him a parody of a mm-hmm. pirate. You're like a yeah. idiot that's what he calls him um but yeah i every time willem dafoe spoke i was like yeah yeah get him willem dafoe <laughs> i love it yeah that was about the best <laughs> the best scene is when they're drunk and he's just like yeah he's going off <laughs> and then yeah. robert pounds is like fine i do like your cooking <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're fine your cooking's good <laughs> oh man let's talk about the seagull <laughs> the sequel the seagull oh, the seagull <laughs> yes the seagull is a great part, in my opinion. So the mm-hmm. so before I saw this movie on Reddit, they made a they made a post. They always make posts about the new posters, and the newest mm-hmm. poster for the lighthouse is just that seagull. Yeah, with the one eye, missing eye, missing an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, "Oh, seal! That's a scary, spooky seagull." And I didn't realize how <laughs> how big the seagulls would be playing a part in this movie. Yeah. Um, apparently, you're not supposed to kill the seabirds. Bad luck to kill a seabird, as we have learned. And then. Uh, maybe this is the I, there are so many great scenes mm-hmm. maybe my favorite scene is robert Pattinson just beating the shit oh, out of yeah. that seagull he, he yeah. kills that seagull real good <laughs> just slaps that thing yeah I mean. <laughs> just grabs it by the neck and like whop 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 over and over again and like they never really come back to it but there's another seagull that dies in like their well yeah where they're getting all their fresh water from so they can't even use that anymore yeah and that's the point where they like only have to drink rum and vodka for the rest of the movie because so technically two seagulls died although one of them did not kill the first seagull yeah robert panson didn't yeah. kill the first seagull he killed the second one. the second seagull the the pesky seagull I would say that counts as him killing it. okay yeah, yeah. Right. oh absolutely <laughs> uh creepy yeah no i i'm like because they say the seagulls are like souls of dead sailors so also that's a cool little yeah line. we we never really get a backstory or anything on that like i was interested to m- actually now that i think about it it could have but the guy who died wasn't a sailor was he because he worked at a lumber yard and a dude died like yeah. while he was watching yeah but i guess that wasn't i was really th- i was thinking it was the previous light host person that oh died. that makes sense yeah i was thinking that he came back like he was it was his soul in the seagull or mm, whatever trying but this to be is like also, get out of here yeah mm-hmm. this is also like everything's just like oh is it real mm-hmm. 
I'm going to say the, the seagull was real. Be, yeah. I'm pretty sure the seagull was real. Yeah, the seagull's real. Yeah. Obviously, the seagull's real. I'm mm-hmm. just not sure if, like, it's a person. Do, they, do you think they had to train that seagull? Can you train a seagull? Yeah, that's a, so that's also what I wanted to talk about. The scene mm-hmm. where, like, the seagull's just, like, standing in front of, like, the door, like, mm-hmm. in front of Robert Pattinson. He can't like, get his wheelbarrow past. Yeah. Like, I was like, did they train the seagull to, like, stand there and yeah, just, like, and talk squawk. back to him? <laughs> Like I've seen trained dogs for movies, but did they have to legit yeah. train a seagull or is I, it CGI or what? I think you can train most animals, but a seagull, I feel there's such free spirits. Yeah, How do you train well, a seagull? Birds have very small brains. I feel like it's hard to train a bird. Yeah. I don't know. They did it though. Yeah, they did. Animatronic seagull? Oh, it could have been animatronic. The seagull that was dead in the well was definitely a fake seagull. Yeah. Uh, but I just killed a seagull. They just killed yeah. too lazy to like get a fake <laughs> <laughs> the director's just, ah, I'll just kill one. I'll kill uh, one. Do you see how many of these there are around here? <laughs> I'll shoot one. I'll give me a second. Yeah, that was actually, well, the seagull from the first take where Robert Pattinson murders it, he just throws it in. That's yeah. a real seagull that yeah. Robert Pattinson's actually murdering That's, a seagull. It's just something that happened on set, and they're like, oh, let's put it in the movie. <laughs> Robert Pattinson just got pissed at seagulls. Uh, He's like, I'm uh, on a movie shoot. Can you stop bothering me? And then just like, <laughs> catch him doing it. They're like, yeah, let's just put it in the movie. Yeah, sure. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> what a crazy thing. Um, but this is the prequel to Batman. That's what Neil came in saying. Mm-hmm. It was going to be the prequel to, to the new Batman. Right, yeah. And do you still stand by that? Yeah, definitely. Because it's building his character. Yeah. Like, you know, um, when the Dark Knight Rises, when he's in the hole or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he has to, like, build his character to get out and mm-hmm. conquer fear. Oh, it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But just more intense. That's yeah. what I was thinking. This reminded me a lot of the hole from Dark Knight Rises. Yes. It, right. He may not have been as successful as Christian Bale uh, in getting out of the hole, I would say. <laughs> Probably yeah. the opposite. Wait, of what about the we don't end? know if he's dead at the end. That looks like. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's still breathing at the end. He's I, definitely breathing. I think he's still no, alive. He's still alive. He's alive. But like, he could get out of there. Batman. Oh my! It is Batman. It's like the end of Dark Knight Rises again. Right like at the beginning of the next movie, it's like he, him versus the seagulls. <laughs> oh, penguin! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh. So this he's yeah. super afraid of birds. Willem yeah, Dafoe is yeah, going to yeah. come back as a seagull. And haunt Batman, who I guess will choose bats over seagulls as his greatest fear. <laughs> because bats are bats are like birds, but better. Yeah. So that's why he chooses bats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to be afraid of seagull man. <laughs> seagull man. I would love he like does a test run of seagull man. Be like, no, Alfred, this is my greatest fear. So I feel like seagulls. this should be like, sir, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Alfred going to be played by again? Someone good. I, I think it's remember. Jeffrey Probably Wright. I think it's the guy from... Westworld, that's like the. Have you seen Westworld? Yeah. Have you seen Westworld? Yeah. It's a guy from Westworld who has the iPad and he's all. William Defoe. I've only seen the first season. Will Defoe's it? in Westworld? No. No, he's not. He's in the lighthouse. Oh, okay. Will Defoe's also in the Florida Project. I think these are the only two things. He's I've also seen in William Spider Man. Oh. Have you ever heard of Spider Man, John? No. Oh. No. Um, Neil, you said you had four things to say about this movie when we came out of the the theater. Have you covered all four? All right. Number one, the square frame to, uh, what is it? I don't know the word. Something claustrophobia. Yeah. Claustrophobic. Yep. Uh, number two, seagulls. Mm-hmm. Number three, too long for me, <laughs> okay. or at so, least I thought it would be shorter. Yeah. yeah. And number four, do you guys think... There's anything supernatural going on with that lighthouse. I'm going to say no. 
I don't think so, but it's open to interpretation, obviously. I'm also going to say no. Yeah. I don't know. The more I think about it, and I just more th- more I think about that scene where he like gets up there and like sees it and it's, he looks directly into the light. It reminds me of um what's the thing from 2001 Space Odyssey, the uh, big monolith? Yeah, monolith. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, except he didn't gain any knowledge from this. Well, maybe well, how he do did. we know? We don't, yeah, that's we true. He got him after it. So like, this is how I, this is my construction of events. And we'll see if you guys agree is Robert Pattinson worked in a lumber yard in like Maine or something near Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he watches a man die in front of him, a man that he didn't like. And he didn't save. Yeah, he could have saved the guy, but he didn't because he didn't like that guy. Mm-hmm. And now he feels bad about it. So in order to escape that, He's like, I'm going to go as far away from civilization as I can to this lighthouse, just like get my money and then have a quiet life after I'm done working the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. So he gets there. Willem Dafoe has already killed his last lighthouse assistant. Or do you think that lighthouse assistant actually died like and went mad the same way Robert Pattinson did? I feel like it goes hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. If you believe that something supernatural is happening, then you do believe Willem Dafoe killed him. Yeah. But if you think that there isn't super something supernatural, then he just went mad a lot like Robert Matt- Pattinson did in this movie. Well, that's the thing is like, Willem Dafoe is also insane in this movie. And yeah. he's clearly obsessed with the lighthouse. And I have to imagine that like, this is probably the end of a cycle, right? Like Willem Dafoe is obsessed with the light. And then he gets an assistant who also becomes obsessed with the light. And in order to keep it to himself, Willem Dafoe has to kill that guy. And so Robert Pattinson comes. He's the next guy. And if the cycle had continued, Willem Dafoe would have succeeded in killing him. But instead, Robert Pattinson like ends it. He gets to see the light, but he also dies in the process. So now there's it's not going to happen again. Or maybe two new people will come. Okay. If, if, if the light is supernatural, what do you think the light was doing for Willem Dafoe? It was clearly a sexual thing. It was very obviously a sexual thing because he would stand in front of it nude and jack off in front of it um, and then maybe turn into a big octopus monster. We don't know. Yeah, true. Um, There was that scene where there was an octopus up there. mm -hmm. Um, And then I even showed him when he was like punching him. Yeah. They like showed him. That was me seeing him as like turning into King Triton or whatever. That's what I got out of that was his like true form that wasn't actually his true form. Interesting. Yeah, I think I don't I don't even know necessarily think the light has to be supernatural for people to become obsessed with it, right? I think it's just sort of this idea they're stuck on this island and that's like the only like beacon there. Yeah. It's and because Willem Dafoe is obsessed with it, you it starts getting into your head like well, there's got to be something special about it, right? If I'm not allowed to go up there, if I'm not allowed to look into it, you know, what, why is he allowed to have that and not me? We're yeah. both on this island. And that sort of contributes to the to, this, to the descent into madness. Yeah, and as we mentioned before, lighthouses are like to guide ships to safety, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that's an obvious meaning of what it's supposed to be. Like they're stranded. Yeah. And lighthouses usually indicate to uh, people on ships that uh, you're that land ho. Yeah. You're no longer stranded in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil, why do you think it's supernatural? Well, I didn't say it was supernatural. I was debating it. You know, yeah. I think uh, the movie definitely, they definitely hinted that it might be, but I don't know. After talking about it more, I don't think it is. Yeah. I, I do agree mm-hmm. with you guys. I think I take a more realistic route of it. 
It might just be my personality. That's just like, yeah. I don't want to think that that's real. I, I think, think there's some sort of spooky, creepy cycle that's going on with, you know, there's always going to be two people tending the lighthouse. And so I think this has probably happened before is my guess with the last guy. He had the little mermaid charm, yeah. um, you know, and so I think something probably similar happened, but it's not overtly supernatural, I yeah. would say. God, that mermaid had a big vagina. Tail. She had the biggest <laughs> vagina. That couldn't have been like great for him, you yeah, know. Well, that's yeah. He probably didn't even feel anything. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he was just jacking off to the thought of it, so it's oh not, yeah, true. You know. But why would he think about the biggest yeah. vagina? That's true, man. Robert Pattinson, <laughs> get your priorities straight. I want to think of the widest yeah. vagina while I drink. It is just like interesting that this movie takes like that very like sexual direction. Like it's really off-putting. But I'm just like curious what they were trying to like really say or do with that aspect of it because it is a very like steeped in like repressed sexuality and it all helped, that kind of stuff. I don't, it helped with the isolation yeah. thing for me because I because when they brought up the jerk off thing, I was like, oh yeah, if I were like, yeah, you well, have to like, do I'm it. I'm gonna have sometime. to jerk off. Yeah. Like it's four weeks. Like I'm gonna have to jerk off. At it some was point. more than four weeks at that point. Yeah, like, at that point. Yeah, we never find out how long they were there, but. Which is also a great part of the movie, in mm. my opinion, because it, you just sort of lose track of time at some point yeah. because they miss the ship. And then the immediate scene after, Willem Dafoe is like, what? We've been stranded here for two weeks. Yeah, in it's been storm. weeks. And, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, geez. Yeah, Robert Pattinson thinks it's only been a day yeah. since they missed the ship. Yeah. So, Like, at some point, you're just like completely lose track of time. And mm. you're just like, oh, my God. But yeah. also the movie like kind of skipped time a bunch. Yeah. Too. There's also that one scene where the movie becomes really self-aware where uh, William Defoe is like, oh, I'm not even real. Like, how how long have you been here? Like, where are we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, is this island even real? Oh, well, yeah, I think that's because he was calling him out on being insane. Yeah. He was like, because, he's, because his last person also went mad, so he was like sort of mocking that idea. Like, oh, this... This last person asked me, like, where are we? How many did... Like, he was just mocking the idea of... Robert Pattinson being insane. I think he was trying to ground him, honestly. It seemed like yeah. he was like, you know, is this island real? How long have we been here? Who am I? Like, you know, think about this stuff. You know, don't just be crazy clapping your hands like a monkey man. Mm. But <laughs> like I, think, I do think it's also the writing yeah. being like like doing a nod to it, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah, I think like he was speaking to the audience in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. like I asked myself, I'm like, oh, I don't know the answer to any of those questions. <laughs> yeah, we're yep. also... We're in we're yeah. in Robert Pattinson's place. Yeah, he we are given his perspective on pretty much this whole thing. Um, yeah, what do you think of Robert Pattinson's performance? Good, I thought good. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, have either of you guys seen Good Time? No. No. Oh, he's. I think he's better in Good Time than this, but both very good performances. Mm-hmm. Um, Pattinson's great. Yeah, he's got a very thick like Boston accent, like which was mustache. interesting. Yeah, that was good. It was a good mustache. Both good beards in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah. this this is the role that Willem Dafoe might have been made to play, yeah. honestly. Specific, like, he just nails the accent and the voice and the way of speaking. You know, yeah. you have the scene in the beginning where he goes, yes, sir, and he goes, aye, sir. <laughs> like, you know? So he has to say aye instead, instead of yes. yes. Yeah. Like, please be a pirate. Mm-hmm. Aye. And then here's the thing is like we realize that Willem Dafoe might not have even been like 
a pirate, not a pirate, but like a <laughs> oh, sailor yeah. at that point. Yeah. Where like he's, pants, it's like, <laughs> we keep losing, like, we think we know who he is. And then we keep getting a little bit more information. Like, oh, this dude's just a liar. Like, he's just a crazy lighthouse man. Yeah. Who's like, oh, I sailed on a boat. Oh, I broke my leg. No, actually, I like got tetanus and it hurt my leg. Like, yeah. we, we never really get a, it nailed down who he is or like, you know, how he ended up at this lighthouse. We just know he's here now and he jacks off to the light. Tetanus would have sucked back in the day. Oh, yeah. Without tetanus shots, mm-hmm. get that lock jaw going. Jaws locked. Yeah. Could have easily died. Yeah. What, how do you eat grass without teeth is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that part was that. Those lines were weird. I didn't get those lines. It was I think that was our introduction to like Willem Dafoe is a liar uh, and we're, uh, you know, he will, he would never admit to it. But Robert Pattinson starts like poking holes in all of his stories. Uh, how do you eat grass without teeth? You pull it out and you swallow it. Apparently, <laughs> you got to chew grass. Yeah, you can break it up into little bits. Yeah, true. Yeah, it, our fingers like are teeth. Yeah, in a way. Also, grass will destroy your di- digestive yeah, system. Don't you're not supposed to eat grass. Yeah. If you're a human being, don't eat grass. If you're literally anything that's not a cow, don't eat grass. All <laughs> cows eat grass. Yeah. All cows eat grass. Do horses eat grass? Horses can eat grass. You have to have like the multi-chamber stomach situation, I think, grass to digest beef. it. Yeah. Well, we don't eat horses. Grass-fed horse. Grass <laughs> horse fed. beef. <laughs> grass-fed horse beef. That's <laughs> going to be the name of this episode. China, China oh, grass-fed God. dog. Oh. oh. <laughs> I saw a picture the other day so of sorry. like I'm dogs so in like a butcher shop in China. It was so bad. There's a dog in like a cage. Like, when Dude, they eat dolphins too. Dolphins oh, are like God. the closest thing to like humans as far as brains go. Well, and besides chimpanzees. Oh yeah, my bad. We should go to war with China. Correct me if I'm wrong. We should go to war with China. No, it's still the wrong podcast <laughs> is the and thing. That's why the lighthouse is four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was weird, the scene in the lighthouse where Robert Pattinson starts ranting about China. and uh, <laughs> He's like, yeah. all this censorship with my lighthouse. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe, you're just on the Chinese side. I should be allowed to say free Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe's like, no. No, you can't play Hearthstone. <laughs> I've been in China. They just market this movie as like the average American life. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Life in America. I think they're like movies. There are movies that have succeeded in China because it makes Americans look bad. I think the Big Short was one that was really popular oh, in wow. China because they're like, "Haha, America did bad economy. You guys yeah. suck. We win." <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure it's that's also popular thing. here too. Yeah. So, um, just anything where Americans look stupid. Yeah, just like, I think they're they're down with that. Thing. It's that and Transformers. Oh, That's yeah, why I like Marvel movies so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, <laughs> they would like a movie about people watching Marvel movies. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. They'd be like, look at these idiots. It's That's just going like to Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the movie. It's like a shot of the audience. Of the audience like, like yeah, Hulk <laughs> <laughs> chuckling wow, every wow, so wow, often. Superheroes explosions. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Alien fighters. <laughs> oh, my favorite Marvel movie. Alien, Alien fighters. fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything else to say about the house uh, with the light? We should probably talk about the ending a little bit. Oh, yeah, the ending. So he kills Willem Dafoe. After Willem Dafoe just does the worst job at trying to kill him. He, like, hits him in the shoulder with an axe, but it doesn't even cut that deep. Like, he's clearly bleeding from yeah. it. Yeah. But it, it didn't really do anything. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Too yeah. drunk. 
I assume the entire second half of the movie, both of them were just drunk the yeah. entire time. Well, the editing sort of mirrored that, which I really liked was like, you had these really quick cuts. Like it was one of those things where like, as soon as the scene needed to end, it was done and we would just go to the next day. And it was because like, they were just losing perception of time. Cause literally all they had to drink was rum. Yeah. Which also, which also gave me an anxiety attack. Yeah. And like that. Um, because he was drinking such an insane. They both drank oh my insane God. amounts. They, Jesus. Like I couldn't. They, there's, the fact that their livers held out to the end of that movie was insane. <laughs> that was. That's also the shot where they just like were chugging. Yeah, the fucking chugging bottles. it straight from the bottle. Wait, could they have not drank rainwater? I mean, you can still drink rainwater. It's true. Time. I mean, they probably drank They're some water. Point, I don't think so. they would have made it. However many days they did on just rum, but. It was clear that they were just chugging it every night. Yeah. You just put like a bucket out in the rain. Yeah. We bring it back in. You just chug that Boil shit. it probably exactly. first. Yeah. Boil it. No. No? I'm too thirsty. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you don't have to tell me, John. Uh, yes. But I don't know exactly how. They should make a, like a movie style The Martian, but it's on a, just an island. And it's just yeah. called The Earthling. The, 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 the human. <laughs> the human. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like someone trying to survive on, on an Earth. island. Well, yeah. here's a show for you, John. It's called Man vs. Wild. No. Um, is, you can watch that. But is Matt Damon in it? No. No, that's no, true. It's true. Um, I've seen a lot of Matt Damon movies lately. Jeez. He's in everything. Have you seen The Informant? Nope, I haven't seen Pretty The Informant. Yeah. I've not seen The Informant. The Informer. But the ending of The Lighthouse. Uh, Yeah, so he climbs up. He gets, he gets into the, key. he gets to see the light. He gets to see the light and uh, he screams. Yeah. He's and the screaming. audio distorts in oh, this yeah. horrible way. It's just like so awful to oh. listen to. And like the exposure gets blown out and he just has this like, like, I don't want to say divine experience, but like something clearly breaks in his brain when he looks into the light yeah. and we don't really know exactly what he sees. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. What but do you he, think he saw? Neil? Yeah. A mermaid? God. Oh. <gasps> it was God. Or maybe the light was so bright it blinded him. I think <laughs> I think it was probably partially that. And then maybe my guess is that like maybe he saw nothing and it was just his final realization of like he was just really he was yelling because he was really he, pissed. He, he was murdered like, a dude. <laughs> yeah. He murdered a dude. Like he was going insane. Like all he wanted to do was look into this light, and it's just a bright light. Right. And he did all that shit. And he's been stuck on this island and like not even this light can give him the salvation he wanted. I'm gonna interpret it that way because yeah. that'd be hilarious if that was the, if that was it. He was just super pissed at the light. I think that's like a totally valid interpretation. Dang, I like that. I like yeah. that. At first, I thought he was just seeing something divine, and he was just like, "Oh, wow. yeah." I, I, that's that's how I feel. Is like you know, like holy shit, like all it's this insanity. A light. <laughs> it's a fucking lighthouse. I've been jacking off to a mermaid statue. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Maybe William Defoe snuck like a porno mag into the, <laughs> the light and found it. He was so happy. It's just an he old back playboy. He's so happy. He fell yeah. back and then yeah. he's just like laying there so bad. He's like, no. Oh, yeah. I was, I so it. my big question is he falls down all the stairs in the lighthouse, mm-hmm. but then the final shot is him on like the rocky shore having his innards picked out by the seagulls. The How seagulls do, picked that scene turned me out. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty hot. Uh, but how did he get there? Did he crawl out to the shore? Do you think? 
Mm. I think the seagulls collectively. Have you ever seen Snow White? <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Oh, okay. Where the animals kind of like pull him. I the think it was sort of like version that. of Snow White. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where they magically like pull mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson out so they could eat his innards. I wish I we had seen that scene then. That would have been so great. Yeah. All the seagulls getting together <laughs> and yeah, pulling him up. up. Yeah, like when his... Defoe whistles like do do. Where do seagulls rank on like a list of birds to you guys? Because seagulls are pretty. In the- <laughs> <laughs> that was Neil such a already fast has response. the list. Neil has How his many list. birds are on your list of birds? I have a ranking app. Okay, I rank everything. <laughs> oh, okay, everything. <laughs> oh, What's number man. one? What's your favorite bird? What's the number one bird? Owl. Owl. Oh, that's a pretty good Owls bird. Owls are pretty. Yeah, good. we saw one earlier today. I was surprised you didn't just, like try and see it or anything. Or in Super Wait, was the owl? The owl in the critics' corn maze. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought yeah. we saw one in real life. <laughs> yeah. Not the critics going no. on. No. Um, yeah. Seagulls are pretty annoying to me. I well, like all I could think about this whole movie was the bit in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie's trying to explain bird law. And oh, they're yeah. like, if I could own, if I wanted to own a seagull, I could own a seagull. And he's like, you absolutely can. <laughs> and like, you don't want to own a seabird. They'll blast your eardrums out. <laughs> so the whole movie, oh my I was God. like, he's right. That is Dude, this movie. This movie might have been based off that scene. There's a very high likelihood that it was based off of that conversation. <laughs> because eardrums were being blasted out. Yeah. Seagulls were very prominent. Yeah. I feel like he was watching Always Sunny and he was like, oh my God, that's Those, a great movie. You cannot own a seagull. <laughs> I thought um, like the director did a brilliant job of picking a seagull out of the thousands of birds. You know, like he could, it could have been a parakeet. It could have been an eagle. It could have been, um, I don't know, a hawk. A flamingo. Yeah. a seagull. Dude, there, yeah, the there flamingo, are a lot of birds. Yeah. There are a lot of birds. I would love decided the version that. of this movie where they're on an island, like in the middle of the ocean with <laughs> seagulls flying around. And for some reason, there's like a turkey on the <laughs> island. Maybe it's, just, it's like you can't kill turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> they're the spirits of lost pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> Even animal wise, like to have a bird. I mean, imagine if it was a chipmunk. It wouldn't have the same effect yeah. as a seagull. It was a squirrel. I, I went into yeah. this movie assuming I would never be afraid of seagulls. And yet here I am. <laughs> having come out of this movie being like, oh, that thing was terrifying. Now, if a seagull's ever bothering one of us, we're not going to want to harm it at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving like, every seagull so alone. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Sir, I'm bringing a gun like, to the beach next time I go. Okay. Okay. Seagulls <laughs> He'll just shoot down a <laughs> bunch of seagulls. Beach, like firing into the air. <laughs> I'm Uzi, to, I have two Uzis, like fucking little Uzi Bert. I'm just going to town. Just saw the lighthouse. I want to. So much kill bad these luck. Guys. That's so much bad luck. I just want to prove the lighthouse is fake news. <laughs> Seagulls just dropping out of the air on Santa Monica Beach. I wish it was like once upon a time in Hollywood, where Robert Pattinson just pulls out a flamethrower at the end. I mean, all of them. what he did to that one seagull was pretty close to what they Honestly, did to that girl man. at the end of that movie. Hey, like, spoiler! Whoa. Oh, sorry. We've all seen it here. Yeah. yeah well, here. Of people. There's some violence in that movie. <laughs> but based off what you said, I can't even remember what you're talking yeah. about. So I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Robert Branson. God, mm-hmm. that's the seagull scene. Just beating the shit out of that seagull. Yeah. So good. Top 10 cinema moments of this year, I would Honestly, say. Honestly, maybe. We should definitely do... Well, that's... We're, we're, we're going to have... We're going to have an awards type Yeah, thing. we're, we're going to... We're working something up for our, our uh, end of the year movie uh, reviews. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
It definitely made me want to uh, beat up a seagull, but I would be worried about (laughs) A, like when it comes at you, kind of grabbing its neck so you don't touch its mouth because I feel like it would peck you Mm -hmm. or bite you. So I would have to get its neck without its beak touching me. And then when when you're slamming it, the blood splattering on you. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of bad. You have to wear yeah. goggles or something. Yeah. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's unrealistic that he didn't get anything in his eyes. Or like There was react. so much blood, though. <laughs> I mean, it was a bloody-ass seagull by the time he was it done. It did make me want to... It made me want, like, Fortnite to have a feature where you could, like, just grab a seagull and just, like, <laughs> beat the shit out of that, it. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, because you know how you can build stuff and you yeah. can shoot people? <laughs> what if you could beat the shit out of seagulls? <laughs> Why doesn't every video game have this feature? <laughs> where you can just, like, go up to a seagull, grab it, and you just fucking John, wham it on That me. is the most 12-year-old thing you have ever said. Because, like... You. Every kid, child is like thinking about new features for Fortnite. <laughs> and so that's like, what a twelve-year-old would think of. They come out and be like, "Oh man, wouldn't it be cool in Fortnite if you could like beat a seagull?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's necessary in America with this whole vegan Bernie era. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we need twelve-year-olds beating up seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> the least edible bird in the world. <laughs> I'm vegan, but I'll beat up. I'll beat the shit out of a seagull. Oh yeah. <laughs> They've had it too good for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think we've taken the wrong message away from this oh, movie. Shit, I think really? we're all going to be pi- ocean cursed. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just thought of something. What? You know how they said they hinted at the beginning that the lighthouse has supernatural powers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they gave um, Robert Pattinson amazing like bird killing powers? Wow. This so is like a like superhero origin story? Yeah, yeah. So he's like an assassin. He's a bird seagulls. assassin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Whoa. like an X-Men power. Like, I can kill any bird yeah. easily. <laughs> no problem. So that's how you have to... Get, I'm fine with that as long as it's not, like, with his mind or something. Yeah. Like, he legit just grabs yeah. him out of the yeah. air and he just, like, fucking beats exactly. the yeah, shit yeah, out yeah. of him every time. Just enough dexterity and uh, Cause you, power yeah. to... If you think about it, like, anyone could kill any bird, for the most part, I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be hard. Like, think about a bird. Like, you have to grab its neck and mm-hmm. then... Do the slamming? Well, you like don't have to do the slamming. Swir- you can just twist its neck and it's oh, dead. That, <laughs> like, that's not as fun as just like... That's true, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what puts him above the rest of us mere mortals oh. is that he has the power to brutally <laughs> and quickly dispatch of any bird. See, in the movie Birdemic, this is what yeah, they should yeah. have had. Was Robert Pattinson Was someone who could just legit beat the shit yeah. out of the birds. It would have been hard because all of those birds were like Microsoft clip art. <laughs> <laughs> I could beat the shit out of Microsoft. Yeah. Oh, and he got hit with an axe and he didn't feel anything. Yeah, I think like normally, in a normal movie, he would have been like, ow, I got hit with an axe. <laughs> in this movie, he just went to the fucking just lighthouse. Like, like he laughed. Nothing. He legit laughed, yeah. I feel like. Did he yeah. laugh? Guys, remember. did we go see the Joker? Have we seen another Joker? Oh my God, we have. Every movie's the Joker. Every movie's the Joker it. now. Hey, this movie does oh. a descent into madness also, you're, better than the movie about a descent into madness. Your bad dad thing. Boy had a bad dad. Mm-hmm. Everything just mm-hmm. has a bad fucking dad yep. in it. Every movie. The lighthouse had like he called uh he called Robert Branson called Willem Dafoe a bad dad at one point. Yeah. He was like, You're not my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so every movie has a bad dad. Yeah. You remind me of my father. <laughs> They're holes in these belts. Oh, you put holes in my belts. <laughs> Those are in the belts. <laughs> I remember my father always walking around with his webbed toes and his squawking beak. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a seagull. 
he killed, we find out Robert Pattinson killed his dad. <laughs> it could have been anyone in that seagull. Yeah. I like the idea that it was the last lighthouse yeah. keeper and that like he was almost like trying to warn him yeah. as a seagull. This, yeah. Uh, and he couldn't, he couldn't That's heed the warning. As. That's what I took it as. He yeah. was like, Hey, you're going to go crazy. Get out of here or island. you're going to be me. <laughs> An eyeless seagull. Yeah. One eyed seagull. Yeah. You can see out of one side. Oh, sorry. My yeah. bad. Uh, lighthouse. Lighthouse. We already gave our star ratings. I'm like almost, but I am almost changing it to four and a half here. I'm yeah. pretty close. I'm, oh, God. I'm st- don't go for the half star. I'm sticking I, with four and a half. I, I four love the half or five. Star. I love the half star. Four and a half is like I my favorite. I hate half stars. Half star is so uncommittal because it's like, oh, it was good, but it was actually really good, but it wasn't really, really good. <laughs> so I'm going to say four and a half. I save five stars for a movie that I love, right? If there's a movie I come out and I'm like, this was amazing, this was the best, then that gets five stars. And Lighthouse, I really, really liked. And if I think if it had been shorter, honestly, it probably would have been five stars. Then give it four stars. Why do you have to go for four and a half? Because it's almost five. Because it deserves a little more. Yeah. Deserves a little more praise. Willem Dafoe got buried in a ditch for this movie. <laughs> he deserves that half star. So then what's something that's four stars that? Uh, I gave Parasite four stars. What? Parasite's five stars. Yeah. You'll, you'll have to listen to the Parasite episode to find out why I gave it four stars. Yeah, I guess so. I disagree. Yeah. Check us out next I, week I on Big Boy Movies. on the Big Boys Movies at podcast. Yeah, but um, you what else? You've also given other things four stars on this. Podcast, I have. So. I I can check my letterbox. I gave El Hustlers Camino was three and a half. El Camino, you gave three and a half. I think. Okay. Why not three? Why can't you just give it three? Because it was a little bit better, little than, better three than three stars. Yeah. Fine. What's somebody gave three stars? What's somebody gave three stars? I have. Let me pull up. My I gave letterbox. Rocket Man three stars. Okay. Why didn't you give it two stars? Why didn't I give Rocket Man okay, two wait, stars? <laughs> Because Rocket Man had good scenes and I enjoyed part of it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as El Camino. Um, I gave John Wick four stars. See, I gave Joker two and a half. I think two and a half is perfect. Wait, for you gave Joker. Joker two and a half? Yeah, I think Joker two and a half. Perfect. Mm. Perfect. Really? Wait, hold on. Can you guys talk about it? A little bit? About Joker? You can we listen to our Joker to episode. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not in it, so it's obviously going to get less listens. <laughs> oh, my God. What, else, what, what I can sum up. What do you want me to Here, I'll answer? read my letterbox really review. short summary. I just think it's a fine movie with, I think the, the fine act, is three, three and a half stars, not two. And no, half. three is good. Three and a half is average. Yeah. Two and three, a half is average. Two and a half is average. Yeah. Two and a half is average. Did it not entertain you? No, no, I was honestly not entertained yeah. that really? entire, until the end. The yeah. end was the only part last I was half hour I think was genuinely entertaining. Yeah. And I thought the rest was just uncomfortable. <laughs> I thought the rest was boring. I was bored by most of the movie. I wow. We already did the Joker yeah. episode. How yeah. are you not bored with a guy doing chores for fucking half an hour, but you were bored with this insane Joker? That's a good question. That's a good I think it just <laughs> comes down to the direction, honestly. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought I don't know. I was just like immediately into this movie. It was to, to the light. It was in like I was immediately movie, pulled yeah. in. Whereas I the Joker, think... I went in with like a lot of hype and people like telling me to go see it because I'm gonna like it a lot. Um, you know what I think, guys? What? I think that you like the lighthouse better than the Joker because it sounds smarter to say you like the lighthouse better than the Joker. Oh, dude, don't pull, don't blow us stop out like it, that. Like, jeez, come, come on. on, we are like, come on. we told you, come on, we told you not to say. This. 
Like, it's true, but like, if everyone hears that, they're not going to think our podcast is any good. This is the big boy movie podcast. So they man. come here for the big boy criticism, and like, and if we if we say, okay, fine, Joker's five stars. All right, <laughs> fine, I, I'm out. I'm going. You love the Joker. Admit it. Oh, <laughs> Joker and this movie actually have the same rating on Letterboxd. John, admit it. No, admit I did not. That the Joker is higher. No, it's two and a half. It's a very average writing movie. I think the acting was good. And would you give Avengers Endgame or Infinity War? Endgame was three and a half. Oh, come on. You thought that was better than the Joker? Yeah, I definitely thought Endgame was better than Joker. Why? Um, Endgame is like one of my favorite Marvel movies. It was honestly just like a super great ending to something that I've spent a ridiculous amount of time watching for some reason. And I was just like, okay, finally, they gave me a good ending. Uh, Infinity War is less than Joker. I did not like Infinity War. So This has been Big Boy Movies. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry for slamming the microphone, everyone. This has been Big Boy Movies. Thank you for listening. Stay big, you beautiful boys and girls. <laughs>